We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. We are fresh off of Super Bowl Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, everyone's kind of... Fucked up, I guess. Yeah, should be a holiday. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's so bad. Everyone says that the Monday at the Super Bowl has to be a holiday. It's gotta be a holiday. Yeah, because think about it. Or move that game up. Yo, not for nothing though. That I was in bed way earlier than I expected. Like that game went by quick. Yeah. Given like the halftime show is always a spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like a normal Sunday game. It was except it was like three and a half hours. By the way, halftime show, kind of trash. Definitely trash. Yo. I mean, I had a couple beers, but I was, I liked it. Nah. I was fucking with <laughs> I it. mean, I had a couple beers. I was, because, like, they bought out Outcast. Like, that was fire, big Yeah, boy. no, that was dope. But, like, like, they had yeah. Travis Scott and they had Big Boy for, like, 0.5 seconds. And I was like, all right. It was. I mean, it was just a super odd combination, too. Yeah, it like, was very weird. It felt thrown together. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to do Encompass, like, Atlanta music, like, there's, I mean, Tim, you love, like, music in general. I feel like Atlanta is so cultural in music that they could have done... So much better than like it's such an odd mix of having Maroon Five, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. Like they could have done much more with just like Big Boy and Travis Scott and like the whole ATL. That's like they're trying to appeal to, appeal to the masses. They probably are, but I'm saying like that's why people think it was so whack because I think it was an odd combo. Yo, I don't understand why people get so outraged over the halftime show. I, I've never like been excited for the halftime show, like at all. Everyone's always pissed off of who the performer is. Who's the who's the person that can perform that everyone will be satisfied with? Nobody. First of all, Prince crushed that. Prince, everyone was pretty happy with Prince. I think everyone likes I mean, Justin Prince, Timberlake. Though. He is Prince though. Some people didn't like it because they didn't they never invited Janet Jackson back. But to that I retort, when's the last Janet Jackson hit you? Well last time she was yeah. relevant, yeah. Yeah. Justin Timberlake's still relevant. Right. But I mean Adam Levine taking his shirt off, showing two nips, not just one, nipplegate. Word. No? Okay. Maybe there's I a prop for that? I thought his dance moves were forced, man. He didn't look like he was naturally swaying. He looked like he 
<laughs> was feeling himself a little too didn't, hard and got crazy. Didn't you comment on the hip? I said, hey, thrust? I said, there's a lot of hip movement. It's a lot of Mick Jagger. Tr- very, I attempt. will say, is very flamboyant. It, it was, was flamboyant. It was, very, it was flamboyant as shit. And the shirt was trash. I'm sorry. His necklace was cool. Something I would never wear because I can't afford such things. <laughs> the shit looked mad expensive. <laughs> like it was fucking iced the fuck out. Overall, just weird. Just a weird thing. But why didn't you, you say you didn't like it? No, I didn't like it. Why not, though? I don't know. It just felt weird. What was the SpongeBob thing about? I didn't understand. SpongeBob Super Bowl, but it was forced. I don't get it, though. But it didn't really make sense, any of it. There was a petition. Oh, as a petition? Yeah, there was a petition on social media uh, ever since what SpongeBob died, I think, the guy who does his voice. Oh. Oh. So they petitioned for them to do the. What is that song called? Sweet Victory. Sweet Victory, part of the uh, halftime show. So that was, was a position. I like it now. All right. I didn't know that. I mean, it doesn't make it any less like random. Yes, it does. It doesn't make it less random. No, I'm saying the whole as a all encompassing. Oh yeah, oh, that's the show. Yeah. And then Big Boy came out to like, oh, uh, what's that name? I of like that song? The all moved. night. I be on it all night. We find oh, yeah. 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 I'll be and then they on it all yeah. night, man. I'll be on yo, it. Yo, I haven't heard that song so long. Yeah, I got it. I was like, yo. If you that want, like brought juice to the performance. Yeah, but then they, they cut it off right with the good part. I know. Yo, like, what the hell? I'm just getting, I'm just starting to bop. Yeah. Damn. It was weird, man. And then they did half an Outcast song without Andre. Word. And then what? Travis Scott did his whole song without Drake. Like, his main they song just cut right Drake. They just cut that. Yo, there's just the real Drake answer. Parts. Who would everyone love to perform at halftime? Outcast. Drake, Drake too. Drake. Or that everyone would like Drake, Thank but yo, the Super Bowl performance—it's free, right? I don't think they get paid for that. No, I mean, I definitely I, do. I, w- I, w- I don't think I w- so. I w- if I'm an artist, I would I would accept zero dollars for that. Yeah, I think it's a uh, free. The biggest look in the fucking world. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they I don't think they get paid for that either. I don't think so. Yeah, think about Travis Scott. Like, are you? He, he, there was so much backlash from no him way. doing that. There was so backlash from him doing that. People were like, why would Travis do this? Blah blah blah. Like, whatever. The dude is, has. Like the number he had at one point, the number one song in the country, and he's really pushing this album, and like he's, like he's fucking campaigning hard. I, I bet he took zero dollars just to do that fucking thing. I don't. It's the biggest look in the world. At bro. the same time, though, the music industry is so much bigger than the sports industry. Huh? Like the music industry itself is so much bigger than the sports industry. Sure, but you have how many people looking at this, and like you're not your demographic either. Right. Who the fuck? Is, like some. Random white people who like the Browns like don't know who the fuck Travis Scott is who are like forty, but they might be like, oh, I like this sicko mode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We should. I should find that. Yo, Ibi, can you look that up real quick? If they get paid, if they get paid for the Super Bowl performances, I can't imagine that they don't get paid. Like it's America, no one does anything for free. No, I'm sure they get paid, but like I, I don't think it's like no, they crazy. don't get paid. Nope. Wow. Wow. Think yeah. about it, yo. That's a big-ass stage, man. 100 million people watched the Super Bowl yesterday. It also didn't make sense to me that, like, is Maroon 5 coming out with an album or some shit? A lot of people turned them down because of the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. I think Cardi B was one of them that yes. was supposed to be there. Yes. Yeah, I think Cardi B was Cardi- the main. I mean, that would have been fire. Everyone loves she Cardi. Was known for turning them yo, down. Yo, I think yeah. she would have been a popular choice. Hell I don't think yeah. anyone Everyone loves Cardi everyone B. Everyone loves yeah. Cardi B. She's the only person in the world right now that could resonate with the richest of the rich and the poorest of the poor. I love Cardi. Cardi B is going to be the savior of the world if we let her be. You heard that Good. here first. She was getting after it with Robert Kraft. I saw that video going around. Them Same with more dancing. hot takes. Yo, yeah. I'm telling you. There it is. She can get a lot, of, a lot of different people from a lot of different places in the world in together. the same room. She I agree, man. Cardi's, yeah. Cardi's fire. She does but have juice. 
Anyway, so about the game. The game. Hot start. So anyway, super hot start. I had money on heads. That didn't happen. Oh, I thought you won. Yeah. I got hype. It came out tails. So to follow that, I had money on the kickoff being not being a touchback, and I hit that. Right I away. wanted I to bet hyped. that so bad. It was at one fifty five. Yeah, plus money. Yeah. So I wanted. It to was take kicked that to the so goal. Bad. I was like, go, go. And he put it. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I was hyped. It took me a while, but I got Sony Michelle first touchdown and Sony Michelle first and, and and rushing touchdown first score of the game. Yo, first, first touch, uh, touchdown of the game. First touchdown of the game is usually like out of the way in like six minutes. I know. Yeah. It was like into the fourth quarter. I'm like, dude. I'm not even hyped about my prop anymore. Like I think I think I just lost that already. There's gonna be no touchdown score. That was probably like plus 10k or some crazy shit. Speaking of that, can I ask you guys most boring Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls? The ones I've seen, seen. The ones I've Yo, seen. I think. Word. No. I didn't find it boring. No, not for me. That's not the boring one. Which is boring? The the blots? Uh Broncos Seahawks was definitely more boring. At least this game going into the fourth quarter, it was three nothing. It was three I mean, three. It was three three going into the fourth. So despite it being a lot of three and outs, a lot of punts, it was still a compelling game because you didn't know who was going to win. Where Denver was up 21, sorry, Denver was down 22 nothing at halftime. Game was over. Like, it, it, it depends. You want to see high scoring? Fine. But if it's a blowout like that and the game's over at halftime, this game wasn't over until like five minutes left when Sony Michelle scored the touchdown. It was still Not an pick. open game. The pick to Gilmore. Oh, the pick Ended to Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was still a, it was still a tie game going into like seven minutes in, into the fourth quarter, so it was still wide open. Yeah, I agree. I didn't I didn't think it was. A, I think it was a terrible game for like for the NFL for like for their whatever for their liking, just because like like you said like we talked about the halftime show. Everyone was watching this. Like everyone was watching this game, and if you wanted to display offenses, which which is what they pull for, like offense sells tickets. Yeah. But like defense wins championships. So you get, the Super Bowl is what WrestleMania is to wrestling. Right, yeah, it's, it's a spectacle. It's more you, than a game. You, Joe Davino, are buddies. You guys watch WrestleMania. You don't watch Elimination Chamber. You don't watch Money in the Bank. You don't follow throughout the year. But it's such a grand event. It's the biggest event of the year. You tune into that. It's the same shit with the Super Bowl. A lot of people are just casual fans. They want to see scoring. People like scoring. That's why everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's such a boring game." I just felt like it was just underwhelming. Like at least in a game where you know it's a blowout. I, I see both sides, but I also can be like, all right, at least for like the first quarter or two, like you're kind of excited because there's scoring going on and big plays and people doing this and that and like whatever. With this, it was just like three and out, punt it, punt it, missed field goal, another missed field goal. Like it's just like, and then they won just like, and it wasn't exciting. Like it was just, so I don't know. It was I think funny because this guy. I, I rarely was like, oh, yeah, that's what made it so boring, yeah, man. It was yeah. like, there was like, no plays. There's no big plays at all. I think all. the Gronk was a big play down on the one. And it, look, if yeah, you're that was pure, the biggest, that play, was the biggest of the game. play of the game. If you're a purist, there were some really good plays made by the interior defensive line and by of the Patriots and by the linebackers of the Rams. Like, like shout out to Littleton and Fowler who were all over the place and they had great games, like super on the low because it didn't really matter. And when Danny Shelton busted through the line and, and, and broke Yo, up that play in the backfield, I haven't heard the name. I thought he was out of the league. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, I was like, he was a first round pick. I was like, I was losing my mind. It finally like, paid off. Like they they got him from the Bengals what two years ago, I think. The Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Right, right. The Browns two years ago. But anyway. Like, if you're a purist, those are good. But there wasn't even, like, big turnovers. The first play of the game, the first pass of the game by Brady was a turnover. And that then the might have been the most, like, get-you-off-your-seat type moment of the game was the first pass attempt was a pick. And right. like, oh, shit, we're in for a game. Well, nah. Little do we know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was funny because this guy that, you know, lives in the building I work at, 
he's a Patriots fan, and he took today off and shit. And he was like, "Yo, did you think that game was boring?" I was like, "Nah." I mean, I like. He's like, "Yeah, I didn't think it was boring either." Like my buddies are texting me, "Congrats on the most boring Super Bowl win ever." And he's like, "Yo, I'll take a Super Bowl win any way they come." He's like, "But it was three three. Like going to the fourth, it was a tie game." Mm-hmm. He's like, "There was defense on both sides and stuff." So. Whatever. I was disappointed in Brady and Goff, like their performances. Every throw downfield, we said there was no big plays, was underthrown. And you could say the DBs made it. I remember Peters had two big pass breakups, and Stephon Gilmore had a couple of pass breakups. I thought Stephon Gilmore could have been MVP, yo. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he, he played could've. fantastic. The, the defensive backs all played really well, except whoever was guarding Julian Edelman. Yeah. It's like whoever was guarding him, deer in the headlights. Eight of his ten passes, I believe, were for first downs. Uh, the guy just flat out was just money. He was the only one that was producing both sides of the field, uh, both offenses. He was the only guy that consistently yeah. was making plays. And it's crazy because, yo, it's been the case, right? We talked about this after the Chiefs game. What happened? He converted two third and longs in overtime. Brady was going to the guys that got him there because when he was throwing to Dorsett, when he threw to Hogan, 0 for 6, six targets, no catches for Chris Hogan. It's like, dude, you know what? This shit ain't working. James White, one catch. That was something. So I'm going to go to the guys that got me here. Who made the plays? Gronk and Edelman. And it was Edelman, too, who just, like, was wide open. Like, this dude was creating space. Like crazy. Yeah, there was one route he ran on Peters. God, that got me so fired up watching that shit. I watched the whole thing right off the line. It was just crazy. Put him in a blender. Just undressed him every time. Tlaib, too. It didn't matter who was on him. That's a guy who is who is focused and ready for the and ready for the spotlight, ready for game tested, battle tested. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And look, someone said in the in the post game, like you know the, the when they hand out the trophies and shit, uh, they were like the closest guy that Tom Brady has to a brother is Judy. Well, Julian he said Edelman. that he's like, Tom like Brady oh, said what do you think? Well, of, there you go. Either like, oh, what do you think of Edelman MVP? Like your team right here. He's like, oh, well, that's my little brother, man. He's like, he knows it, blah, 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 blah. Bam. Yeah, so, so they do have that connection. They've been there together forever. That's That was a great game by him, man. I I can't believe what I'm going to say this, but kind of isn't this like the least annoying Patriots championship that we've seen in our time? Uh, annoying how? Like annoying as if like, ah, oh, the Patriots won again. They, they were kind of, they were kind of had a little bit. You're going to get boss in- really upset right now. They had uh, a little intrigue connected to them. Like they, they, they had a little underdog flavor to them stop, this, week, this year. Bro. A little flavor. They didn't, they weren't completely underdog, but they, you know, they sprinkled a little underdog salt on there. Nah, there was no underdog salt. I think there was underdog salt until the playoffs like started. Where was there ever underdog after salt? After the wild, after, yeah. After, who they beat? Chargers. After Chargers. they beat the Chargers, it was over. Underdog? No. Oh. I think before that, like going to the Chargers game, you're like, yo, maybe. Bro, if you But then they beat the shit out of them, you're like, oh, fuck, they're like, they're the Patriots. If you go back to the start of the regular season, Impy, who was the favorite to come out of the AFC, who you're like, yo, why are we overthinking this three to one? Patriots. Book it. And you're like, yeah. So when were they ever an underdog story? Because everyone had them penciled in, bro. As the season went on, Tom Brady got talked about a lot as, as declining and. They Come went eleven on. and five. These things happen. It's not like they didn't happen. Tom Brady was declining. I mean, we sat here and we all talked you. about it. And we and we all like were down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They had a lot of unpatriot like things happen this year. They got smoked on the road a couple times to some shitty ass teams. They lost to the Lions. They lost to the Titans. Former coaches like they lost to former staffers though. Sure, like but still, those, those teams are trash. Yeah, but those teams are have inside info. Pre- not previous. Oh, so do you on them. No, I don't. Yeah, you know exactly what his tendencies are. He's been with you for all these years. So you know what Matt Patricia likes to do. 
Yeah, but it's easier to shut down an offense if you know what's coming. Previous you don't know his offensive tendencies, which is what no, but you know what his defensive tendencies are. Previous to this year, Belichick completely owned his former coaches. Completely owned. He did. Owned every single one of them. I don't think they had a win against them. So, and then this year, all of a sudden, it turned around. So there was vulnerabilities to this team. Like this team is like, um, you know, like the superhero in the in the movies, like. I don't know, gets his heart broken or something. You see him real sad. That's how the, that's how the Patriots were. But then he gets up and becomes a superhero again. <laughs> but it makes you root for them a little bit, like just a little bit. I nah. wasn't I wasn't rooting for them. No. I hope you like you weren't rooting for them. I'm not. I wasn't rooting for them, but I'm not mad that they won because like yo, honestly. Yo, every time I, I, I will say this, like the Brady Gronk videos on Instagram, every time they pop up, I want to throw my phone. <laughs> like his stupid ass smile, bro. I'm like yo, fuck those are tremendous. Guy. They yo. are tremendous, but oh man, it's so like. Yeah, I want to. I want to go back to Edelman a little bit because, um, for those of that might have not known, you know, he came into the league as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. he was in the Mark Sanchez class. Ten quarterbacks were picked before him. Two thousand nine, seventh round pick, two hundred thirty second pick. Um, played defensive back too, and returned punts. That's how he was going to make the team. And now only Jerry Rice has more receiving yards in the playoffs than him. And you know, I, I posted something on my Instagram how like, you know, he's never going to be your number one choice at wide receiver on your fantasy team. And he's never going to probably make your top 15, like when we do rankings and shit. But I don't know how many guys I would want out of the slot and in the playoffs than him. Because this guy is just money. Yo, if you go back to that Seahawks Super Bowl, that guy, could have you could have made a case, should have been MVP in that game too. And then against Atlanta, he had that wild-ass catch. And he's just always there, yo. You look at his playoff numbers, it's like big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. And that's exactly what Julian Edelman does. Amendola too. Oh yeah, Amendola, without a doubt. Those yeah. two guys, I guess. But they've—I I, I feel like the Patriots. The one thing that the Patriots have done to change football is they were the first to do the two tight end sets, where it's like, yo, two tight ends. It's having one guy that's like a hybrid and one guy that could do both is is an absolute game changer in football. And also, they've made every team need to have a slot wide receiver that's productive. Because if you look at recent memory, pretty much every Super Bowl winner has had. A guy in the slot that could produce, and that all started with Wes Welker. So I got a question for you guys then, because I've been back and forth in this all day. Sometimes I tell myself yes, sometimes I tell myself myself no. I'm gonna wait till the end. I want to hear what you guys think first. Is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? Does he belong in the Hall of Fame? Ooh, it's it's a great question, but so I'm on the fence because if you look at, like I feel like there should be a playoff Hall of Fame. Because if that is, he's first ballot. But, like, I saw someone say that Jabbar Gaffney has more receptions and receiving yards <laughs> than him. I saw someone cut, put him to Dwayne Bowe. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, Dwayne Bowe has better numbers than him right now. Yeah, and it's like, how do you, you know, how, how do you how do you compare that? You know, Isaac Bruce is still not in the Hall of Fame. And he was number two all time when he retired. And then Terrell Owens and Randy Moss and all these guys pass him. It's like, he's not in the Hall of Fame. It's like his numbers absolutely destroy Julian Edelman's. Yeah. But it goes to what we've been saying. Do you want to be, do you want to be Manu Ginobili and have multiple championships? And you're like kind of like a, a supplementary piece. You're like respected, but you're not Dirk, where you're the main event. Julian and, Edelman is the great, the the best Manu Ginobili, I think crossover example. I, I, I crushed that. Yeah, I think you crushed Let's that. Let's go. Yeah, you even picked up your sure. mic off the table. So you, you know, know I had to will. lean back and say that. Nice, thank you. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> lean back. 
But yo, li- listen. Hall so of here, Famer? Here's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you wanted to go last. Oh yeah, you're right. All right. I can't. You know, I can't. Do you think he's a Hall of Famer? I absolutely do not think he's. I a don't Hall think of he's Famer. a Hall of Famer either. First of all, I want to ask this to Tim. Yeah. Why is there a double standard with baseball PEDs and football PEDs? I've been yo. I've been preaching this. I swear to God, I wrote a high school article about this. I wrote an article in my high school newspaper. Like, yo. Why are we so hard on these fucking yeah. PD users in baseball and not as hard on them in football? Because you guys are purists, you baseball fans. You guys are like by the numbers, by the book, no cheating, no nothing. That's why. When nah. I was twelve, I bought the, I bought into that whole shit. Yo, steroid up, bro. It was a whole era. It, it was encouraged. Do what you gotta do. Yo, you wanna be medically enhanced? As long as you have a doctor saying I Go ahead and enhance yourself medically. But I also Everyone think else with, is doing it. I also think with baseball, the one thing I remember seeing is that, you know, a, a lot of it is you still need to be coordinated. You still need to make contact, which is the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a baseball, a fastball, like 98 miles per hour. But I think what the, the, the big issue is, is that those pop-ups that would land in the warning track are now sailing over because of the PEDs. So you're getting that extra juice, that extra power. Yeah, but what about, I'm talking about, what about Edelman? So he just got four games, slap on the wrist, miss a quarter season, you can still play in the playoffs. Like, there has to be stricter policies for that. I don't think you should be able to play in the playoffs if you got popped for steroids or performance-enhancing drugs. I don't know what he really So you're saying for. he shouldn't be a Hall of Famer because of Yeah, PEDs. man. Like, yo, the one year he got popped for PEDs. Granted, he served his time fine, but he wins the Super Bowl. Like, not a historic year by any means, but, like, he has all these accolades now, and it's just like, yo. Yeah, like, I, I in feel In September, you. he wasn't playing because he was suspended. I feel you, but he's not Chris Davis from the, the, the Orioles who was hitting 20 home runs and then out of nowhere puts up 50. Like, Edelman has always been. Like, I just talked about the Seahawks Super Bowl a couple years ago. Like, he's always been balling. It's not some shit that came out of nowhere. Right. But that's but he still took steroids. That doesn't change the fact that he no, took I get steroids. that. But it's not like he or wasn't dancing drugs. Issues. It's not like he was a bum all these years, and then it's the steroids yeah, I mean, that I'm put him on the map. He was a bum, but I'm saying that's why he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, do you think that's for me? Even if he didn't take steroids, I wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, me too. But that's just like the cherry on top. Right. He only has two thousand yard seasons too. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of I don't know, man. All right, but isn't that like a victim of the position per se? <clears throat> Like a slot receiver, you don't really expect a thousand yards out of that position. That's a good point. Here, here's what I'll say to the, to it. I think that we take Hall of Fame a little too seriously in general, in in our in our society. We I have think, to look. Yeah, like what do you want to? What order is the down? Hall of Fame? No, the Hall of Fame is like, what's the purpose of it? It's to put together a, uh, like a you know, historical account of your sport, and yo, Julian Edelman has had an historical impact on the sport i know that in his in his regular season numbers are not the same and that he's not Dwayne bow and he misses a lot of time and all this yes but in terms of the postseason where legends are made he has the second most catches to jerry rice ever and when you look at that and you say all right what do you need to do to to get into a hall of fame you need to leave a, a legacy on the game and somehow right you need to you need to have a historical impact and I think that this is—he clearly has a historical impact. He made, he made that catch that we talked about against the Falcons. That if that catch isn't made, or if he lets it fall into the hands of a Falcon, that that game is completely different. He's in this one, the MVP of the Super Bowl. Like he's a champion. He is. Did did he lead the? He led a couple Super Bowls in receiving yards, if I'm not mistaken. Like this is a guy who's less left a lasting impact on the NFL. And I think that's what a Hall of Fame should be. 
I also think like he's just a mad good football player. Who Edelman? No, nah, he is just across the board. And also, let's not forget, he didn't play last year. He tore his ACL. And they went to the Super Bowl, and they didn't have their main guy. So that's another what-if. And, you know, some people like playing the what-if game. Some people don't. But it's just important to, to note that he didn't play that one year. They went to the Super Bowl. If they had him, who knows what could have happened. True. Doesn't that knock his cause? No. Why? They, no, because... They succeeded without him. How? They didn't win. But they didn't All right, succeed but they in got the ultimate there. way. Ultimately, they lost the ultimate game. But they, they won a Super Bowl without Gronk, too. It's the Falcons. Right. Didn't play. So it's all a testament to Tom Brady. Just of go. course it is. Yeah, without a doubt. Success is like, That's a different great. conversation we'll get to. I have a real interesting one. Yo, hold on. It, it, like, you, uh, Wait, are you for him being I am, in the Hall of Fame? I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Just yeah. because of his playoff? like Because of his playoff acumen. What about Joe Flacco? No, because Joe Flacco didn't do it over the extended period of time like, like Edelman did. Joe Flacco did it one time. Like, Same with like David Tyree. Like, David Tyree... I mean, he had just had a moment. Had a moment, right? I don't think the moment is worth a Hall of Fame bid. But I think if you're nah, stacking... no way. If you're stacking moments... Doesn't he have, like, the most road win playoff... Am I crazy? Joe Flacco? No, nah, I think Sanchez had that. And Brady Sanchez might have it now. Sanchez Brady has 30 playoff wins. No one's ever touched Yeah, that. there's no way. No, no, I mean, but he might have the most playoff road wins after being the Chiefs. Or tied. I think Sanchez had it. Sorry, like four Sanchez or five. had six in two years. Nah, he had... Or four. No, four. four. He had four in two years. years. He played in six games. Isn't that crazy that it took Brady like all this time? He's yeah, never on the road. He, yeah, he's like, that's, road, just, that's insane, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yo, he's had 13 bye weeks in 18 years. He has 30 wins. He really has like 43 wins. Playoff wins. Because like a bye to me is a win. Yeah. Yeah. Here's an interesting question. Edelman is 32 years old. Mm-hmm. Who retires first, him or Brady? I don't see any of them, like, for the foreseeable future. Why? But I'm, I'm saying, like, he's a wide receiver. How many more years does he have left? I mean, he probably does. He probably he probably calls the quiz I before Tombo. I does. think they all go. I think Gronk's gone now. Think, think he's going to so? retire? Yeah, I do. I'm tired. There was a prop Plus four hundred that he retires by the we end still, of the day. Okay, so like hour. Six no, hours. No, but I think I think Gronk might call it quits, and then I think that because Edelman and Brady and Bell, I think they all leave at the same time, and then the Patriots suck my ass. I don't <laughs> think I don't think I think that they love each other and all that, but I think like yo Belichick is gonna coach until he dies. Nah, I think he dips when Tom dips. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Dip. No way. And I, 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 so I pray he does because I think I want him to dip more than I want Tom to dip. I agree. As a Jet fan, this is me speaking. Yo, Belichick laid the fucking big dick hammer on Sean McVay, not for nothing. He sat him down. He's like, look, young child, I'm going to teach you the difference between a champion and not a champion. And McVay came through, and he ran his 11 personnel just like he did all year, and he didn't change anything about his scheme, and he ran the same plays. And you cannot do that against Bill Belichick. He's prepared. Yo, I feel like they didn't. I feel like they, you know, like, where were the reverses to Robert Woods that they run three, four times a game and to Brandon one. Cooks? There was a couple of reverses that it got was, shut down. It was, they ran one to Woods. But I'm saying, like, they run that they run that shit a lot, and they didn't. Dude, but in the first half, you got to remember, too. Three, this is their drives. Three plays, three plays, five plays, three plays, Yeah, five that plays. eight straight punts. Yeah. So they didn't have the opportunity to get fancy like that. But the plays that they were running, they, they ran that, that run play that always works for them where they... They fake the double reverse and they run it to the left side and everyone pulls to the right side, like they, that's their patented run. They ran that all the time. They they ran the, the patterns that they always run. They were, they were in eleventh personnel 
the entire game. Like, you can't do that. you got to show something different to Belichick. He's going to figure you out. I was kind of upset. I don't care upset. how smart you think you are. It felt like they were in the same play when he threw that pick at the end of the game because they had, had taken that shot down the right sideline. I think it got swatted. Well, and he they dropped went, it. Brandon Cooks dropped right, it. Right, right. It was a, a tough plays. play, but yeah. And then they went, next play was right back to it, and they got picked off. It was just a weird sequence to me. Like, yo, you just tried that play. And it worked because he did drop it. Yeah. But, like, why would you go right back to it? Yeah, most most overrated, overhyped wide receiver, I think, in, in all the football. Yo, you know what, man? I, do you know what's crazy? If, if you want to show a, a kid that didn't seem really good and great, show him a, a, a video of Brandon Cooks. Because Brandon Cooks had an opportunity with two separate occasions to make tough catches that would have completely changed the game. That and first that would have put him. Horrible. That would have put him in football lore. Yeah, but he got his hands on that. And yo, you could rest. Yo, you could wrestle that away from someone. You could attack the ball a little better. He kind of just waited on it. You can, but like he was also open for about three seconds. Before yeah, that. I also think that I, I put that one on golf. That was a hundred percent on golf. I took mad time for it. To and that was the there. one breakdown. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It was on golf. But yo, that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. if that's Michael Irvin, well, someone yeah, Michael, who's great, he comes back to get that. If I that's Larry Fitzgerald, he makes that catch. And yep. that's the difference between good and great right there. The, the, can you make that impossible catch when in, the impossible is needed? And he had two opportunities to do that and failed in both times. I somewhat agree with you, but you're also naming like big body receivers. Like I was going to say, he's yeah. a small guy. There's no yeah. reason to be throwing a fucking like a one-on-one -on -one jump How about ball? Steve Smith? Yeah. It's a different story, Savage. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's yeah. not many Steve Smiths in the yeah, world. Yeah, Brandon though. Cooks is he's not. great. Brandon Cooks runs two routes. He runs that deep-ass button hook or he runs a go route. He and has like nothing wheel. else. Nothing else. And and yo, you're my guy, Ib, but I'll never forget those that one year where like those first two games in fantasy where Brandon Cooks had like 100 yards and this kid was treating him like the second coming of fucking Chad Johnson. Yo, most overrated wide receiver in the game, son. He put up 40 points in week 15. That's all that mattered to me. Yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. He put, he put but, up 40. No, no, week before, Chip. I won a championship with Brandon Cooks. He but he's, place he's, yo, he's the he's most... On the He's on my hoodie. He's on the hoodie, yeah. <laughs> He's a guy that could bust a nut. He has bust nut potential. That's what, that's yeah, what I call him. Yeah, bust, but if that's your number one wide receiver, like that's not, like Robbie Anderson, I think is dope. But if he's your number one wide receiver, it's bedtime for you. Sure. You need a guy that's more consistent. And, yo, Brandon Cook's just like, just, I don't like those small guys that just do one thing. Like, that's how I felt about Tyreek Hill, but this year he showed me a lot. Like, there was mad plays where he was contesting the ball and, and looking like a Steve Smith, just way, way, way more explosive. Yeah, he's really legitimately good. Uh, one person I want to point out, obviously, your your boy Sony Michelle. Mm. Yo, this dude had some playoff runs. Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns, three hundred thirty-six yards in three games. Can we get some love? This guy wasn't even starting last year in the in his bowl game. He's got six touchdowns for the world champion Patriots, averaging one hundred and twelve yards. Also by Nick Chubb. All right, yeah, but yo. Come but on, they son. also but they also <laughs> used they also used a committee over there. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a very fair like. 52-48 split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't the end of the okay, world. Lindell, White, Reggie, Bush. It's my, it's my narrative, guys. Yeah, it's but it's a wrong gosh. one. It's a wrong one. It's not wrong. It's just... It's a weak one. It's, it's, it's a little weak. It's it's a sometimes, weak. sometimes generalities work. But yeah, yo, he he wasn't off. the starter, and it's great. Good job, sure. good job, Sony. Yeah. I mean, it was first-round pick, though, at the end of the day. And I remember I, I was I was kind of high on him because I just liked the way he ran in Georgia. I always thought like he was just a victim. of like Nick Chubb was so good, too, as we saw this year. But I remember you, because you're always tweeting from Brodo on Sundays, and, and I, had, I was a fantasy owner of Sony Michelle's this year, how middle of the year toward late in the year, they were using Devlin a lot to yeah. like get those short yardage, 
Whereas, yo, they, like, just watching that yesterday, I was like, yo, this is a thing of beauty. This is classic football. They were on their own side of the field with a fullback in the game and just, like, running. And Devlin was clearing the way for him. He was getting, like, 8 to 10 yards every time. Yo, like, yo Devlin is, is nice. Yo, he's a hero monster, for that bro. I was like, yo, this is Taking old school Sue football. and you Donald never... head on. I was like, yo, this might be the only fullback rostered in the, in the NFL right now that I see on, the, on their own side of the field in the game. Yeah. And yeah. making a difference. Like, he was clearing lanes. He's was really good. Yeah. yeah you know and that what? was the difference, though. They started handing it to him and, like, letting Devlin lead the way instead. And it, and it worked every time yeah. this postseason. Because, yo, personnel's not made for that. Those linebackers who had a great game, Fowler, Littleton, they're, it's, they, had a great, they had good games, but they're also smaller dudes. So if you, play, if you play that kind of physical game, like, even Aaron Donald is kind of a smaller dude. Now, he's a fucking animal. But he's not, he's not the, like a fat dude. He's not know. snacks yeah, in yeah. the middle. You know what I mean? And their linebackers aren't run stopping guys. So you you, yeah, you run it up the gut with yeah. a fullback. That personnel's not ready for that in the NFL right now. Yeah, and they're just not it's ready. Old school, like everything's yeah. changed. Transitioning the player body types, everything that's more of a speed game now. They just went straight old school. Crazy. It's like muscle. When they zig, they zag. When everyone zig, they zag. That's it's Belichick, man. The dude's a genius, and I, I hate I hate to say it. I really do. Because he could have been our genius boss. But he's, yeah, he's so annoying. I mean, it was, it was Parcells' <laughs> nah, because, fault, like, though. Because did you see that? There was, like, a, a clip. They were talking about him and Parcells. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Bill had me, like, whatever with the... What was he with the Giants? Uh, uh, the Bra- No, who was he? Browns and another team. Whatever. And he's like... And he's just like... He didn't say the Jets. He's like, oh, and I had that st- short stint with the other team. Like, yo, how bitter are you? Like, it's I mean, so Brady has said he hates the Jets, too. I love the Jets. Why did the greatest of all time have to be like team? They hate my team. Well, obviously it's gonna hate your team. Yeah, you know how annoyed I was to see that Boston post on the VM feed today. Who <laughs> with that Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Twelve championships <laughs> since. Uh, Bro, every they didn't they haven't gotten like a two years without a, a ring since the turn of the millennium. Spoiled, bro. Yeah, a kid that's eighteen has seen twelve parades. Damn, he just probably thinks that's, that's regular. Wild. Yo. How many have we seen? Three? I've seen two. Well, yeah. New York has, what, three since 2000? It's just the two Giants and the Yankees. The Yankees. Well, two, the Yankees. two Yankees oh, since 2000. Well, two th- if you count 2000, yeah. sure. And then 2000, two, 2000, two Giants. Two Giants. And I have zero. And then one one Rangers finals appearance. That's yeah. it as far as, like, finals. Oh, and the Mets. The Mets made, made a, a World Series, too. Yeah. They didn't win. Yeah. But yeah, that that's crazy, man. That's a lot of that's a lot of championships. That's a lot of juice. I was so mad that um that in the f- like a three four month span, Boston got the World Series and the fucking Super Bowl, and they both beat LA teams too. How crazy is that? Yeah. Ippy just pulled up a tweet and it says a four month old baby in Boston has seen more championships than a forty five year old Mets Jets Knicks fan. Damn, Tim. Well, that's, <laughs> Tim, that's, Tim fits the bill. That's me minus that's me minus fifteen years. That's my exact Still fit the bill. lineup right there. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, Mets, Jets, Knicks, dude. That's rough. Yeah, like, the Yankees are my saving grace and everything in my sports life. The, Met, the Mets are the best franchise I root for. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, bad. Man. I know it's bad. But wow. let's get back to the Bro. bad Super that Bowl that dumb. we watched. Okay. Um, Todd Gurley. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, Nick. I want good. Nick to talk about it. No, nothing. I thought he was healthy, and he, he had some good runs. The runs yeah. where he wasn't getting stuffed in the backfield, he you know he had a, like a twenty yard rush and they called it back for holding. He also had like two 12 yard runs if I'm not yeah. mistaken. He did not look injured. He didn't look injured. What is the what? What's going on? I don't know. Well, exactly. Clearly something because I forgot who it was, but 
she was mad persistent about getting that Tom Brady interview. Her name is slipping my Tracy mind. Tracy Wilson. Tracy Wilson. Uh, yo, out disgusting. Of half, disgusting. We could talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Out, out of half was like, yo, Todd Gurley says he still wakes up with like, it's a, like a day-to-day thing. If he wakes up, he has pain in his knee. It's the same so, one that he tore in Right, college. they said the same thing. He you know what ACL. that means? Impy is never drafting him on his fantasy team now. No, but that but but that makes me worry going forward. Like, is this a permanent lingering thing? Like, because mm-hmm. if there's no legitimate damage to the to the knee as he was playing, it's got to be like a long term type. Like, yo, I it's, I have good days and I have bad days. Here's what I'll say. You even if you have whatever, dude. If you're able to break off a twenty yard run, or you can, there's you had multiple runs for more than ten yards. Yeah. If you're able to do that. It's the Super Bowl. Fucking play. Like, I don't yeah, understand. Why are we holding back? Or swing out some passes to him. You get, you get, this Yo, guy was a, amazing in the passing game all year, and they, he had one reception for minus one yard. Yeah, but I don't, I don't understand the logic, right? Because to the organization, that's not a person. That's just like a person who's going to help us win a Super Bowl, which results in money, whatever. You play for this game. Yeah. If he can make these runs, why are you not playing also, do you guys follow? Uh, I think his name is Football Doctor or some shit. Yeah, I do. It's, it's like Doctor Chow or something. He's really good. Yeah, he, he always like tweets prognosis. out injuries. He put up a graphic that he was the fastest guy on the field yesterday at halftime. So like he's not hurt. And yo, I spent mad time watching that Cowboys Rams game, and he did not look hurt. There's some shit that's gonna come out about like he has a torn MCL. He has something. He like banged someone's girlfriend. Which even at that point, it'd be like, yo, man, like, look, is she even that good? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's certain situations where you can't, you can't have that guy off the field. You just can't. And, and you know what? And they needed him yesterday. You know what is a scenario that none of us are even considering? McVeigh benched him because we're like, no way, McVeigh's too smart to do that. What if he did? What if he just fell in love with C.J. Anderson? What if he fell in love with the lovable fat guy? Then you We've fire him. We've seen it happen before. You fire him. Exactly. Now is the now is the little shine that McVeigh has had where everyone who touches him turns to gold. Is that starting to fade? Yo, there's no way. Like, and I don't even care if this dude like punched you in the face. It's the Super Bowl. You have a job and your job is to win this game the whole year. Every year. Every, people don't win any in their whole and you're there. Put everything aside, put this dude in the fucking game. He's your best player. Like there's no, I can't even think of a reason why. If he's hurt, that's one thing. And if they're going to come out and be like, he's going to be, li- well, maybe they didn't want to come out and say he was limited because then they would change their game plan, whatever. But, bro, if this dude can be the fastest guy in the field and break off 10, 15 yard runs, just give him the fucking ball. Amen. We'll worry about it later. You know what I mean? We have time. But we're in the Super Bowl. Like, what are we going to save him for? Oh, yo, don't, don't play him as much because we'll, we'll save him for next year. Maybe you don't get to the Super Bowl next year. Dick, we have to play now. Like, this is what we play for. There's no saving him for the playoffs. There's no saving him for, oh, wait till he gets to week nine, and then we'll put him in. And, like, bro, it's the Super Bowl. If he's able to do it, just let him fucking do it. It just makes no sense to me. I wonder if you're a Rams fan, if you're if you're happy that the team signed C.J. Anderson in the first place at this point. They needed a second back. They had no second back all year. They had no one that could shoulder any sort of load off of Todd Gurley. I mean, it's, it's true, but I don't know. I, I think that of all the things I'm hearing, of all the articles I'm reading, of all everything that is going down, even in this room, just it just struck me that the one possibility that no one's even considering is Sean McVay just went with C.J. Anderson more. 
because but he didn't that's, yesterday. That was his decision. He d- he did especially at a half. Like Todd Gurley had, I feel like was on the field most of the second half. And he was in pass protection though, CJ Anderson. But bro, listen, listen. So there, so maybe like why would you want Gurley in pass protection? Because because Todd Gurley could chip and and catch the ball if you're in trouble. But this is what I'm saying. Like it would make sense if you're if he if dude if he fell in love with CJ Anderson and played him over Todd Gurley. First of all, yeah, fire yeah. this man. But second of all, fine. But this is also one of the best pass catching backs in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Who has how many fucking yards and how many touchdowns through the air? Yeah. He just scored twenty touchdowns for you a year. Whoa! There, this is a simple thing, like and, and and even if a report comes out that says, "Oh, he had a torn ACL or something," that still doesn't make sense to me because if he had a torn ACL, why are you playing him? And if you are gonna play him, fucking play him then. He's he's clearly capable and he's making the plays. It's not like he was getting like stuffed at like two yards every time. This guy was making fucking plays. Dude, either play him or don't play him. Nothing is going to make sense to me, no matter what comes out. In a game where it was 3-3-2 going into the fourth quarter, for him to only touch the ball 10 times, like, how do you have Goff throw the ball 38 times? No game script, nothing. This makes no sense on any level. Just doesn't make sense. That's because Bill Belichick made them play their game. They played Patriots football. Yeah. They didn't play Unless he fucking grabbed a little clock and hypnotized Sean McVay. He was like, don't play your best player. Then I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what Bill Belichick could have done to make you not play Todd Gurley. That's true. There's there's no excuse for that. What Tim said is true, too, though. I mean, like, real MVPs of the day were Wade Phillips and Bill Belichick. Like, schematically, they put it down on defense. Can we get some Johnny Hecker love who had the longest punt in Super Bowl history? That punt was insane. Also. But how about the Patriots punter? Like, that shit, that punt that, like, Essentially hit the goal line and went straight up. I'm like, yo, that is some Well, I think they both shit. did it. I think Hecker did it too. Did he? Both yeah. of them. I remember the pass just had one where like it literally hit the two, popped straight up, and the dude was like, all right, we're done. Dude, both it. of them were on fire. The Rams were starting a lot of their possessions inside the, like their own tent too. So. Yeah. Pass who? Yeah, not well, as much as the Rams. Well, they were, they were starting much better because the Rams were punting from the 15. Right. But they were in pretty bad field position considering what they could have been. They had, you know, the punters were doing their jobs. I think um, what's crazy is the Rams really relied on their offense this year, and their offense is really what got them into the Super Bowl. And then their offense is what let them down. Because if you tell Rams fans today that, like, yo, y'all going to keep the Patriots to 13 points, they would do a lot of inappropriate shit to have that be true. And then the Rams offense just let them down. Like you said, boss, hats off to McVay. Uh, sorry, hats off to uh, Wade Phillips. Brian Flores, too, the newly appointed head coach for the Miami Dolphins. Also, the defensive coordinator. Because they were hitting golf, too, man. He got, I think he had 38 dropbacks. He got hit on 27 of them. So, it felt like everything was coming straight up the middle, too. Yeah, like, they were just He was getting flushed. Sink. and yeah. making, They're making him throw on the move. Yeah. And they did exactly what I thought they would. They were putting they were putting Gilmore on um a lot of Gilmore on Woods. They doubled Cooks, and then when it mattered most, they switched it. They put uh, Gilmore on Cooks. What about that, yo? Matt Browns and uh and Bills players in that Super Bowl yesterday, both sides. Word, I saw a graphic today that said like. It was eight guys. It was the- McCordy went like oh and sixteen, and then went and then <laughs> yeah, went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Jason McCordy, and he made a great play, saved the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Which Brandon one? Cooks touchdown, but non touchdown. The Cooks, yeah. Where he retreated, that he had no business like being over there. He came from all the way on the other side of the field and came across. I thought the field. that was uh, Harmon or whoever that was. No, it was came Jason. in for Patrick Chung. Jason McCourt. Jason uh, McCourty. Yeah. That was a big play. 
Giant play, bro. That's that's a that's a game saving play. That went from going up seven three to then third third and long, and then Goff took a sack, and then they took the field goal. That's a whole confidence builder too. That if Goff completes a forty five yard pass, who knows what the sky's the limit at that point. But yo, there was a so I was listening to another podcast, and they and they pointed out something that when Jared Goff had his hand on his heart for the for the Pledge of Allegiance, he was going like this with his fingers, like they were going crazy. <laughs> so I was like, mean, yo, I on. knew right at that moment. But it gives it, yo, he looked like a scared little puppy. He looked like he could not handle the lights, man. I mean, Brady didn't look all that sharp either. Yeah, like, I mean, dude, he got I hit mean, 20 plus times. It's going to rattle you. It's going to throw you off your game. You're getting pressured. We always talk about pressuring quarterbacks and how that alters your game plan. I'd be fucking nervous too if I'm going into that game and your coach is like, yeah, we're just not going to give Todd the ball. He'd be like, fuck, all right. 38 passes to 10 to ten attempts on the ground is ridiculous. Yeah, and he dude. got hit a lot. All right, but we can't we can't continue to make excuses for him. He played horribly, and that's why they didn't score any touchdowns. No, that's fine. We're not making those aren't excuses. Those are reasons. Like a guy got hit a shitload of times. Why did Why did the Giants and the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Because they kept beating the shit out of Brady. Yeah, I, but they were in it to the last second. But I also think that so were the Rams. They were on the strength of their defense. Okay, but they and what were the other teams? I mean, the Pats won the game on the strength of their defense. Yeah, I think also a lot of Jared Goff's appeal as a quarterback comes from the fact that you have to account for Todd Gurley. But when you completely erase that from the fucking game plan, it's like, all right, like is he the best, most talented thrower in the league? No, but he's a good quarterback. But it helps that you have fucking Todd Gurley, who's catching passes out of the backfield, who's running the ball efficiently, and then you just don't do that at all. Makes it a little easier. Yeah. Yo, one snap inside the red zone all game. For both teams. For, for, yeah, for the game. Not for just for the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, combined. It was only yeah. one snap and in the red zone. And it would have been zero if Gronk would have just rolled in. Yeah. He got touched down at the one and they ran it in the next play. Talk about like, this goes back to the start of the podcast, how boring to the casual fan. Like zero excitement. Biggest play of the game was the only led to the only snap inside the red zone. Kind of crazy. That was a that was a vintage play though. Gronk, Brady. That was a dime piece. It's like, crazy, man. Fuck? Here we are in 2018, and it's fucking Brady to Gronk and Edelman. And guess what? Get used to it. Check this out. 2018, their offseason, they lose Nate Solder, Malcolm Butler, Danny Amendola, Deion Lewis. They traded Brandon Cooks away. Lost. Don't forget this. We talk about Sony Michelle first round pick. They also lost Isaiah Wynn from Georgia, right? Edelman is suspended. Josh Gordon, they get him. He becomes a big part of their offense. They lose him, too. By the way, shout out to Josh Gordon. Wins the Super Bowl because he played enough games with the Patriots. To get a ring, yeah. They're going to get win back. So, essentially, this year, they're going to have their first-round pick from last year coming back. They're leaving the door open for Gordon to maybe come back because he's doing better in rehab. And they have 12 picks in the draft, six of which are in the third round. And once again, I know MP come July is going to say the same thing. They're 8-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. They're the fourth favorite behind the Saints, Rams, and the Chiefs. It's like, dude, if you had to pick, boss, if you had to pick of the Rams and the, the Patriots, who do you think is most likely to get back to the Super I've Bowl? I've learned my thing this year. Not to, It took me this long as a better than everybody against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really? it's like, how, how do you? How do you? This was a down year from them. Stats-wise, uh, wins-wise, production-wise, everything. It was a down year, and they made the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. They, yeah, <laughs> they won the Super Bowl. It's like it's 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 crazy. And look, I don't I don't see anything changing, man. I don't see anything changing. I'm only saying this to rile up Tim a little bit. Low scoring game. 
think the Saints win that game? Yes. <laughs> Yo, not for nothing. We look. I we said two weeks ago that you we got riled him up. We yeah, got gypped. Yo, we got gypped out of the uh, the. This is the fourth best Super Bowl matchup we could have seen, and that is that has come to fruition. Yo, Brady versus Breeze, it would have been a completely different story. Mahomes versus Breeze would have been a different story. I would have Mahomes really versus... liked to see the Chiefs more than anybody because that would have been dope. But... Yo, you can't hit on the Patriots, but yo, if the, if the Saints, who deserve to be in that game, would have been in that game, we would have had a much better game. And it would have been a completely different story. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say, but, uh, you know, it would have. It's hard to say because, like, let's not forget, yo, Alshon Jeffrey had a ball hit him right in his hands. We don't know how that drive ends. Yeah, I guess right. Yeah. D4 lines up a yard off sides. Drew Brees also got the ball first in overtime. You didn't answer the bell, man. A lot of what ifs. A lot of what ifs. Yo, what if? What if they would? It would have been a better game. There's, it's, it's almost undeniable. I mean, point. it's hard to say it wasn't just given the game, but yeah, that they, they were a better team. The, the Saints are a better team than the Rams. I think the Saints win it next year. Actually, no, I think the Saints win it in two years. Next year they'll get there, lose, and they'll win it today. Damn, Brees gonna be like forty-three. Just to see, lose on every every level, and Just then go and finally win it all the way. Yo, that it would have been a much better game. I I'm really disappointed that we didn't get to see it. Cause yo, we, we you know what else we haven't even talked about, which is a giant factor. Patriots fans were out. It was basically a home game for the Patriots. Yeah, because the the Rams are new to LA. They're new to LA, and it's all the way across the country. They go to Atlanta, and like. But St. Louis is pretty close. So that's we got to wonder, like, how many people just, like, gave up on them, like, once they left. Cause yeah, if I was in St. Louis, if, that, yo, if I'm here and the Mets leave or the Jets leave, I'm I'm not a fan of them anymore. Fuck you. Yeah, we Get had that you. conversation recently. So wait, what would you do? I would switch somehow. I feel like Tim would just be a fan. Let's go Nets. Let's go, no, Let's go Nets. Never that. I would, I like, if the Mets left, I would never jo- join the Yankees bandwagon. That's but what, would you, that's what I was getting at. Would you like, just be, like, a fantasy player? Like Maybe at that point. And just, like, be, like, a superstar. Watcher, maybe at that point, or I, I would I would pick someone to be like when the Knicks first traded Chris Stapps, I was so distraught that I was like, yo, I really think that I'm gonna switch it, and I was looking into some teams. I'm like, I think the, Bu- <laughs> I think the Bucks. I think it's, I'm thinking I'm a Bucks fan. But then you'd be a front runner. But then yeah, but then you know, they're too good. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just like nah, I'm, they got the best. My heart says Knicks. My heart says Knicks. Son, if he got bars, bro, he don't bet them though. Fucking loser. <laughs> Pat Mahomes, Chiefs, all in on the Bucks, Budenhauser, nah. Nuggets. Nuggets too. Damn, son. And what you got next year? Who's winning the Super Bowl? I think the Kansas City Chiefs go to the Super Bowl next year. Mm. Yo, I think, all, all, everyone think, right now, what's your prediction next year? Super Bowl winner. I don't know if the Chiefs win it, but I think the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl next year for sure. No, 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 no. Say it. Uh, Chiefs, Chiefs, Saints, Saints win it. What do you think? I want to say Saints win it. I don't know who they play, but I want to say they win it. Next year, the Super Bowl is going to be in Miami. Next year, we're going to the Super Bowl. The four <laughs> times that the Indianapolis Colts have been to the Super Bowl this man's thinking. has been when the Super Bowl is in Miami. This I think they're one right year now. away. I think not next no. year, the year after, they'll be there. No, nah, they're ready, bro. They're ready. They I mean, got hey, I, don't, I, I wouldn't, you know, they're like the fourth favorite. If I'm not Colts are like Super Bowl champions next year. Oh, you're jumping on board? I'm, oh, I've been there. I've been there. They're 14-1, I think, right now. 
I you guys have been giving me shit about the cult for 10 weeks. No, we were giving you shit because you picked four teams to win the Super Bowl. No, I didn't. And then every time a team you every time a team lost, you went back to them and they lost. They, I, they, I gave you shit because you were like, yo, if they keep shutting teams out, they'll yeah, win. Yeah, they like, came off yeah. a shutout. He's like, if they play defense like this. <laughs> He's like, yo, if they just showed everyone out, then they'll win. I'm like, yeah, Tim, they need literally one point to win every game then. You guys are losers. Yeah, I want to <laughs> I, I point out one thing. Um, the props game, your boy won. Edelman, MVP. Hold on. Did you win? I hit two props. Yeah, but mine crushed it. Oh, I didn't hit shit. Edelman was 25 to 1. I didn't hit shit in real life. Nothing. <laughs> I got to check my... Yeah, I got to check this now. Nah, it's, it's, I profited 160 on my prop bets. It's confirmed. It you, came, you definitely came in second because you hit first touchdown score, which is a, a pretty nice payout. But, but Edelman, I put 35 on him at 25 to 1. I literally hit none of my bets. <laughs> I had, yeah, you're uh, right. You won. You won. Of course I'm right. I donated in fake life was, and in real life. I had 45. I, I, no, no, 35 on that. Ugh, I don't even know. I had two bets, but not for good money. I Yo, went, what about the guy I that had one, the guy that had boxes? If you had three, three, you, had, you hit the third quarter. Double up, And yeah. you hit the final. We did a box at uh, my brother's house. My sister's husband won those two. I had zero three. Dude, and to, you were probably sweating your... Little ass off because of the kick at the Six end of three? the game. Yeah, yeah. He's like, fuck, that was fuck, the fuck. move though. That was the move. It had to be done. Yeah, because you got an onside and then you take the hell and you just throw shot. it. Yeah, but there was like eight seconds. I don't even know if they would. Be but the ball doesn't move on the onside. I mean, the clock doesn't move on the onside if the offense recovers it. That's true. It's just a dead ball. So they would have that one shot. Imagine theoretically, that, that would have made it the greatest Super Bowl of all time. If it came down to a hail mary, Tony Romo would have been losing his mind. Here we go. You heard Tony Romo right in the beginning, and he kept saying, "He's like, yo, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna predict anything anymore." And like when he, he in the beginning of the game, he was like, "I don't mean to do this so early, but uh, look on this side, they're gonna they're gonna switch over." <laughs> <laughs> like he was really, it seemed like he really was like affected by everyone saying it. Yo, speaking of prop bets, our buddy Eric had the "Here We Go" over two and a half, and who do you call the game with? Jim Nance. Yo, Jim Nance stole the "Here We Go" at kickoff, and he said it, he only said it twice during the game. He's like, Tony, what do you always say? Here we go, here we go. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And he didn't say Jim, it? He said it only two times. The line was two and a half. And he dropped, and Jim Nance took it from him on kickoff. They showed Giselle, like, back-to-back plays. They showed her by herself, know, and then they showed times. her celebrating. Yeah. And it was uh, one and a half always Appearances. for Giselle, yeah. He probably knew. Was there a a, a time where they mentioned the age gap? Well, what? that was someone's favorite bet. That was uh, prior to... The broadcast. So the broadcast started from from the anthem on, mm-hmm. and they mentioned it like in the pregame, which is that's where things get tricky, because things get mentioned, but that doesn't account for the broadcast. So it has to be when the game starts. I also heard that there's, the, there's a lot of controversy around Gladys Knight. Yeah, because she said brave twice. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did see that. Interesting. It's kind of the same argument of. Is it the fourth quarter for the boxes, or is it the fourth quarter plus overtime? She said brave, and then she said brave again, and she like extended. Yo, I had a hypothetical line before. Like, I was like, yo, 158, and it was like slightly over on our time. It was like 201. That's what we calculated on the iPhone. Did it go over or under? Well, apparently uh, places are paying out both anything that's like over 158 because of that controversy with the double brave. Hey, by the way, blue Gatorade. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Was it? It was blue Gatorade. It was blue. Did you prop that on here? Hell no, I didn't prop that shit. Uh-huh. I propped a bunch of James White bullshit. He touched the ball three times. <laughs> yeah. I was four and two on my The fucking line judge probably touched the ball more than that. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yo, by the way, that commercial was awesome. Which with one? all the players and shit. 
Yeah. yeah. That was sick. Good shit. That was favorite commercial. Favorite. What was your favorite commercial? That one. Yeah. That was the only one I really paid attention to. Besides that one. I, mean, I don't know. I don't remember. I really like the Bud Light one with the king, and they're like, oh, this is not our high fructose corn syrup. Let's bring it to Miller Light. Yo. Like, nah. Miller Light, you use high fructose corn syrup, right? It's like, yeah, we do, but it's not ours. Go to Coors. Then they go to Coors. They're like, hey, high fructose corn syrup, this is yours, right? They're like, yeah, we brew our beer with high fructose corn syrup. I didn't know. No like- killer. That's a nah. killer. That's a that's a, that's a prat, prat, prat. But you're promoting your your competitors. Nah, you're not promoting it. You're telling them they're yeah. But you're putting your their product your in your commercial exactly because yeah. you're telling them this is infi- this is an inferior product to our products. Wait, first of all, I didn't even know that was legal. I thought they would get some like yeah. That's so why I didn't get that either. I was but like, wait, oh, Miller Light, Miller Light. You're saying it was Miller Light and Coors Light. Miller Light and Coors Light. Why did you say Coors? Yeah, you said that weird. Coors. It's Coors. Hey, what the fuck? Coors. 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 Coors, you said it. What the fuck are you saying? Coors. 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 No. Not, he's doing it on purpose. No, say not. Say Coors. Coors. No, nah, he said it without any words. I say Coors. You got to engage your core. It's not, that's not how you say it, though. It's, it's Coors. It's C O O R S. To who? To everyone. That's how it's spelled. C O O. Oh, no. It is. It's O O. It's a ooh sound. I don't know if you guys Bro, know it's this. Coors. It's, it's Coors. <laughs> Coors. Yo. He Coors. said it like the brand when he was here. saying it. He was like, Coors. "Yo, I can play a Coors commercial and we'll say Coors. We'll say Sound Coors. like the Sopranos when they say whores, like whores. whores. <laughs> my dad's, you, my dad's is like that. Whore. Yeah, yeah. She was a whore. <laughs> Sounds like the Sopranos. <laughs> Sound like an umpire. Whore. Yeah, I'm putting on a, <laughs> I'm putting on a Coors. Coors commercial so you can hear it. Nah, bro. Uh, best commercial. Yo. All, I, all I know is my running back had the ball at the end of the commercial. All right, Yo. I'm kind of happy about that. <laughs> commercial that had me like intense. Like it was Turkish Airlines. What the fuck was that? Yo, I was like, yo, what is going on? I like, immediately texted the group chat. I was like, way to waste your money, Turkish Airlines. Yeah, yeah. What was it? it Turkish was just Airlines. Like a fucking, it was like a t- movie for a trailer, and then it was just like Turkish Airlines. What it was super fuck? intense. What about when Game of Thrones like took out the Bud Knight? The Bud Knight. That was cool. I never watched Thrones, but Cross I was like, yeah, so seeing that actually happening in Game of Thrones, I was like, oh, it was pretty sick, I guess. That's what Game of Thrones is gonna be a lot like that. You know, every episode is gonna be like a movie length. Yeah, yeah. like two hours. <sighs> Can't wait. I'm a Game of Thrones nerd, guys. This is a very new development. I'm a nerd. When is it? Straight up nerding out for it. April. What? April. Nice. Straight up nerding out. gonna have his March comes around. I'll start watching all the the next season. Yo, I already started. Oh, Toy Story, June twenty first. Yo, at the end of the game though, after the game. Yeah, I mean, could have lost a lot of eyes. But they also probably paid a lot of money to the movie. I don't know. Was good. I thought the last Toy Story was the last one. I kind of had an emotional. Uh, yeah, you goodbye. fucked up, dog. Cause they're making another one. Fuck Damn, you. Tim. Kind of ruined the moment. That. That's when yeah. Andy went to college. That's what I'm saying. Can't have Woody over there while he's piping out <laughs> sorority chicks. Although that would be quite the movie. I had a, I have a Doug, in, you know <laughs> Quail Man from Doug? Yeah. I have a little figure. He made it through uh, Buffalo State Days. Shout out. Damn. Quail Man. Nice. With the belt. With the belt, yeah. Man. And the underwear above his shorts. Everyone's always, one guy at least is always Quail Man for Halloween. Yeah? Yeah. There was a Quail Man for I, I'm about to be Quail Man. There you or go. like Captain Underpants. That seems like a good one. I'm pretty bald. Just like, if I I just gotta not lose weight until the I'm man over. diaper. The man diaper. Wow, that'd be fire, actually. Captain Underpants. Yeah. Ta la la. I was a super big, diaper baby. I was a big ca- Captain Underpants fan. Yo, the school fairs. Super diaper baby. Remember Yo, fairs? yeah, with the books. You, you never heard of the super book. diaper baby? A super diaper baby. It what? was like the knockoff. Uh, 
Captain Underpants. Oh, was it? Super Diaper Baby? Dude. I didn't read any of those shits. I read Captain Underpants. I don't know Super Diaper Yo, Baby. Yo, the school yeah. fairs, you used to always look forward to like the new Captain Underpants. It was like yeah, yeah but I, also, I would go in there, immediately go right for the erasers. And be like, yes. yeah, about to get this like car eraser. Or like the best like, pen. Like this yeah, pen. crush pens. I'm like, Mom, can I get $20? Yeah, you never saw Not buy one book. Or like get like a Goosebumps. You know how I used to always get a book and then always like, all right, I, let's see what I, I had to get a book or else my mom would kill me. She's like, I gave you that money to get so we get junk. Yeah, I would just get mad pencils and shit. Did you guys ever do the scholastic like book fairs where they um That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Nah, but like the the mail in ones. The fuck is that? Like they just give you a catalog and you pick a book <laughs> and you spend you money in. <laughs> super Diver Baby, the oh, creators okay, of yeah, Captain yeah, Underpants. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. I know Super Never heard of that this. That was past my time. Shit. Though. That was past my time. It probably was I'm past your time. You are a little older. Yeah. I was all about pens. Pencils. Pencils. Liz, Liz Frank. Diaper? Yeah, when was the last time you used a pencil? I I use a pencil all yeah, the you time. Yeah, you work at school. Yeah, I'm gonna abstain yeah. from that one. Yeah. I use pencils all the time. Why do you use pencils? Because when I do like my DFS research and I put like all numbers down and shit, I try to like adjust it because I erase a lot. That's why. Huh. Like I have a notepad. Doesn't that annoy you though, or you see like because you do see eraser marks? Nah, I mi- I miss pencils. Nah, because because I don't write heavy. Like it, it's kind of light. So when I when no, I, but I erase, erase it, heavy because I'm pissed. <laughs> Shit out of here. Yo, the worst is when you're you're erasing something and then your fucking paper rips. You're like, oh my fuck. Not God. that heavy, but when I was in school, I used to do that because I'd be like, Argh. I don't really like writing with pens anymore. I feel like the the muscle in my index finger. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you're sad. Listen, listen, four hundred nine. Listen, listen, it's not nearly as ready to go as the muscle in my thumb finger. I will say this. So look, when I take notes, I got to be on the phone because yo, the pen. Wait. I could rest on my hand. What I'm it's telling like an ounce you, heavier. Now listen, what I'm telling you is. I can now type a lot faster than I can write. That's the moral of the story with Yo, my thumbs. You know, I take back what I said because recent, like around last year in the winter, I had to write a lot for this job. That's the most I've written since like college. Dude, I had to answer like 75 questions and I had to answer the, the question like word for word and shit. And then I have to initial 45 minutes in my hand was like all cramped up. I'm like, dude, what the hell? And that's when I was like, yo, I haven't written in a mad long time. Like it's like that. throwing a baseball. Like when I when My I think gets tight though. The first time I throw a baseball after I've not thrown a baseball for like a year, I'm like, am I doing this right? I look yeah. like a fucking <laughs> asshole right now. I played beer pong for the first time in a while, and I was like. I was like, yo, if I hit this cup, it was my first throw of the day. I, yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> and Ferg's like, yo, you didn't even try. I was like, I did try. <laughs> it was just that bad. Yo, but I remember I had to sign something one time, and I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't used a pencil in a while, or a pen in a while. And then I was just, my fucking handwriting, I was like, yo, where's my hand going? It's terrible, bro. So you guys all made fun of me for saying that, and then you get all gave examples of how you did the yeah, exact yeah. same thing. No, 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 no. The muscle in my index finger is the... <laughs> Okay, well, you know you're beating that dick off. It's a, your muscle will be fine. Um, look, I use my left hand for that, all right? Do you? Yeah. It's an Why? orthodox. I don't know. Wait, whoa. You're a righty. I'm a righty. And you beat lefty. I'm a, I'm a switch hitter, but I start and end lefty. Yeah. I make love with my left hand, right whoa, hand. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you like start lefty, then throw a right <laughs> in there, and then go left again? All right. You're switching in the middle of one jerk session? Yo, he just talked about his muscle on his index finger. His forearm probably now, was tired. Now, I will tell you this, though. Like, I don't know how to put this lightly. I do have a... Like, a I, I last madness? a long time, no Jerking matter what it. I'm doing sexually. Okay. What does that mean? You got a, you got a tired arm? You jerk your dick so so <laughs> long that your nah, arm gets but it tired? Takes you got to switch like, arms? It takes you like... Like a couple, like a like a, say a, a spare <laughs> amount of time. Say a, say a half hour. I can't say a half hour. I can't because it depends. S- a half hour? Never a half hour. All right, straight. Yo, Tim, where can they find you? I gotta get out of here. 
This is, un- this is ridiculous. Yeah, Why? Yeah. I don't want to tell where to find me now. It takes you 30 minutes to jerk off? No, it doesn't. That's reckless. Yo. I could, I could you prob- said 30 minutes. I didn't say 30 minutes. There's little porno clips. I said longer than the average person. Yo. What's the average? What's the average? I can't take a question. I just assumed I'm longer. I think it's because... I switch. You guys don't switch, bro. Five minutes. If I'm jerking it, like that's 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 way too long, too. Let's just, <laughs> just get out of there. Let's Honestly, do the deed. If there was on. a gun to my head, I could probably get it in like under fifty seconds. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Like if I ha- if I absolutely had to, I'd just like curl my toes and like stand on my fucking and force tippy it toes, out. And, like, uh! and it wouldn't even be enjoyable, but like. That's I what I mean. I think it'd take longer if you had a gun to your head because you'd be like trying to do it. And just like, nah, not today. Yeah, my dick. Would not probably, today, Junior. Yeah, probably not. Hmm. I can't believe you switch in the middle. Listen, I I'm not. I'm not making fun of you. That's super fire to me. <laughs> I think that's it's not sick. that fire though. I'm not gonna lie, it's Yo, different. To relate this back sometimes. to the Super Bowl, since we got a little off topic, <laughs> longer than the halftime show it would take. Definitely no. Definitely no. Right. Yeah, I don't. You know how? I don't even know. Like the act, the act of jerking off never takes me half an hour. I okay. hope it does. You said half an hour. You never. I'm just saying it. Threw a time it out takes there. long enough for my arm to get a little tired to switch arms and then go back to the other arm and maybe go back to the other arm. All right, so maybe it takes you longer, or you got a bitch ass arm. It's possible that I have a bitch ass arm, <laughs> but I don't think so because the strokes is right. I've never been jerking off and be like, oh, God, this I'm tired. I wish this was over. Nah, not tired, just like <laughs> a little crampy. <laughs> oh my god, what a ridiculous episode. Yo, <laughs> before what? before we end it though, can we talk about how the Super Bowl ended? With the, do you want to talk about the interview? Yeah, the CBS interview. Oh, what's what your a, name? What a, I keep forgetting your name. I, I didn't tweeted that Tracy out. Tracy Wilson. Wilson. Tracy Wilson. They just swarm players Gross. on the field. I've never seen that before. I've ne- what to that extent? Oh yeah, that was a little. It, crazy. It's it's never been like that. Tom, but still, Tom is overwhelmed as hell. He's like, yo, just get. And you just hear mad yeah. random microphones going off. Like, hey, you're right. Stay in there. So, yeah. Stay in there, Trace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's That's got. Her, she's trying to put her her fucking finger on her ear. Like, I can't hear anyone in the studio. She's like four foot eight. I feel like that should be illegal, bro. Just should not do it. Wait, wait. You Let the players congratulate each other, like have their moment with their families and shit. W- what information have we ever gotten from Tom Brady after the game? Hey, you know, I just want to thank fucking God and, and uh, Giselle. avocado ice cream. And that's it. <laughs> it's like, no one gives a fuck. You're not, this is not TV, bro. Yeah, I mean. It's ridiculous. I'm with you on that. It's her job, unfortunately, or fortunately, who knows? Yeah, but it's not. It, there's a there's an extent. Like, yo, I I was a journalism major, but granted, I don't blame you know, her. I blame the whoever. Is that's right. It's that's everyone it. else. It's it's everyone. Everyone was like swarm the dude. Like, yo, you gotta let the guy at least say his like congratulations. You can't right. swarm the guy right after. Swarm him afterwards. Like, don't get me wrong. You make sure that every single person gives you a quote, but you don't. It's also you like, don't need it right after, yo. Yeah, it's a bad example too. Like, talk about football and all these games. Like that time. Of the game after the game is for sportsmanship and like exchanging pleasantries, and there were Rams players trying to like say yo good game and shit, and they had to like fight through a whole sea of cameramen. Yeah, and he's like yo please move out of my. Tom's like yo get out of my way. Brandon like, Cooks was one of them. Yeah, Brandon Cooks was one of them, and then he had some of his own guys. I think Edelman embraced them, and Bill Belichick came over. It's like yo the last. I think the media's the last thing he wants to see right now. He wants to embrace his own guys and you know show sportsmanship to the other guys who want to shake his hand. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, that was the Super Bowl, guys. Uh, Tim, where can they find you? In the bathroom. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be really sad. I'm, I'm going to be really sad that football's over. But uh, you can find me at Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Um, 
if you want to keep football going all year long like I do, my fantasy football podcast is now a year-long fantasy football podcast, brotofantasy.com or brotoff.com, at brotofantasy on Twitter, uh, brotofantasy on Facebook, brotofantasy on YouTube. We're going to be giving you guys a lot of stuff in, at a time when you're not getting the your fantasy football fix like you would otherwise. So come check us out, brotofantasy.com. About six months till draft day? About six months till draft six day. And, and if you listen to us, I promise you, you will be the most well-prepared person in your draft and you will contend for a championship, if not win a fucking championship. Shit. I'm that confident. Shit. Nick? You can find me at the Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. At individual 27 on Twitter and the gram. MP. IMPY718. You already know. Twitter and Instagram. Guys, DMs are open. Uh, I've been getting some cool messages. I've presented them at the end of the episode. Yeah, let's get back to the question of the day. Question of the day. Send me the questions. DMs are open. You got one now? Let me see. Give me a sec. Go down in DMs. My phone's in the living room. Uh, so there goes <laughs> that. Uh, you guys can uh, follow me on Twitter at Joe Santagato and go follow the show at Veterans Minimum. Uh, and our Patreon, patreon.com slash veterans minimum if you want to support the show. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time. Let's do it again. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.